tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Stay with us here on Newsnight. We are live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra, in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are myjoyonline.com and all our social media platforms. We start with that bombshell press conference today held by the Office of the Special Prosecutor. In fact, the Special Prosecutor himself, Kisieja, being addressed that press conference, and that has left civil society actors agitated. At that press conference, uh, the Special Prosecutor raised concerns about the judiciary, the judges themselves ganging up against him in terms of the cases that are brought before him. You can listen to him talking about the court frustrating his work. This policy is as novel as the office itself and much like every aspect and operation of this office, the policy has generated public debate on its propriety or otherwise. Those who applaud this policy of transparency 
see it for what it is public information and assurances of the position of the office on the fight against corruption and nothing more those who decry it see it as an attack on the judiciary indeed i have had several calls from well-meaning lawyers admonishing me that they have heard talk that our friends who have been elevated to the bench and presiding over cases in court do not take very kindly to criticism, especially of the public calling out variety as we do. And that if the office persists in the media releases, the judges will gang up against the office and throw out all our cases. Mind you, members of the press, collective admonition is from very senior and experienced lawyers who are men and women of the world. Well, he went on to give specific instances where he believes the judgments of the court raise serious fundamental questions. And I do not say these things lightly. Four instances will suffice. In one case, the OSB applied to the High Court for a confirmation of a freezing order in respect of a deceased person's estate. The judge refused to confirm the order by, in effect, holding that the OSP had come too late since the person of interest had died and that his death had extinguished the inquiry commenced after the occurrence of death. We publicly commented on this outcome and the danger of this outcome is obvious, members of the press. It is to the effect that a person may in his lifetime acquire property through corruption and then upon his demise happily pass on the corruptly acquired property to his estate and by so doing, extinguish all scrutiny as to the propriety or otherwise of the acquisition of the property because his corrupt activities were not discovered during his lifetime. In the second instance, the OSP had declared as wanted a person it believed to be a fugitive from justice. The person, through his lawyer, proceeded to the Human Rights Court on an ex parte application and the judge without even an inquiry as to why the OSP believed him to be a fugitive from justice, issued an injunction that the OSP should not arrest the person for a period of 10 days. Members of the press, this is dangerous. It encourages criminal suspects to go before the courts to seek injunction orders against law enforcement agencies from apprehending them. The judge did not advance his mind to the well-founded proposition that no one has the right not to be arrested. And he accorded the suspect a right not to be arrested. In the third instance, the OSP applied to the High Court for a confirmation of a seizure order and a freezing order in respect of a person who had just resigned from a ministerial position and had reported that large cash sums in foreign denominations had been stolen from her residence. In addition, the OSP subsequently discovered additional large car sums in foreign denominations and cities still stashed in her residence. The judge hastily dismissed the OSP's application and ordered a return of the seized amounts and the defreezing of her property. And he proceeded to lash out at the OSP for not doing a thorough investigation. Without the slightest consideration that the seizure and freezing orders 
are designed by law to facilitate investigation into the affairs of suspects and not the other way around of requiring thorough investigations before the OSP can seize or freeze. The judge also completely ignored the fact that in almost every jurisdiction, including Ghana, it is extremely unusual and highly suspicious for a public officer to have such large car sums stashed in their homes and that the circumstances of the case dictated pause and reflection and the granting of the OSP adequate time to carry out its investigation. In our estimation, the judge was only interested in the return of the money to the person of interest and nothing more. Then he proceeded to erect non-existent legal barriers to prevent the OSP from investigating the matter. I'll revisit this case. Members of the press, in the fourth instance, the OSP had issued an investigation report in respect of the grant of a customs advance ruling by the Customs Division of Ghana Revenue Authority. The report opined that there was an institutionalized culture of light-hearted unconcern regarding impropriety of action at, at the Customs Division of Ghana Revenue Authority, which indicated a high propensity to engender corruption and corruption-related activities. Consequently, the Special Prosecutor directed the opening of a wider investigation in respect of the affairs of the Customs Division. Further, in pursuance of the officer's mandate of taking steps to prevent corruption, the Special Prosecutor directed remedial action by Ghana Revenue Authority. The authority has instituted processes on the basis of the Special Prosecutor's directive, which has saved the nation substantial revenue. Then comes the problem. The affected customs officials proceeded to the High Court to challenge the work of the OSP. The judge accused the OSP of constituting itself into a court and a commission of inquiry by making findings. In doing so, the judge conveniently shut his eyes to an express statutory provision that the OSP has the mandate to publish detected acts of corruption, and that was exactly what the OSP had done in the report. I wish it had ended there. But worse, the judge then proceeded to prohibit the OSP from further investigating the affected persons. Well, that's not all, Evans. Uh, he says judges should not be arrogating them to themselves the power to determine who is investigated. Members of the press, the duty and mandate of the courts is to apply and enforce the laws of the republic and not to grant persons immunity from criminal investigations and prosecution. A court cannot injunct the OSP from investigating or prosecuting any person. The decision to investigate and prosecute lies with the investigation and prosecution authorities, such as the OSP. And the OSP has at all material times carried out its power to investigate with candor and professionalism, being minded of the rights of suspects under its investigation. Members of the press, just as it is essential that anyone accused of a crime should have free access to the courts so that he may 
be duly acquitted if found not guilty of the offense with which he or she is charged. It is also of the utmost importance that the judiciary should not interfere with investigation and prosecution authorities in respect of matters which are within their statutory powers. It will be gravely inimical to public policy, the fight against corruption, and the administration of justice if the court stepped into this arena to decide who should be investigated, who should be prosecuted, and who should not. That is not the function of adjudication. The danger of this startling decision is again quite obvious. A judge has in the process granted two persons immunity from investigation and in effect immunity from prosecution. This decision opens up a calamitous deluge as every person under criminal investigation will be encouraged to take out suits to injunct investigation and prosecution bodies from investigating and prosecuting them. Indeed, there is a live case involving the OSP now in which someone has taken the cue to, to seek to injunct the OSP from investigating them. The real and present danger looms largely on the consideration that by so doing, persons under investigation would end up conscripting the judiciary to clothe them with immunity from investigation and prosecution. Members of the press, I do not intend to sound as though I'm predicting doom, but we are facing doom, and this is it. With this development, it will not be long a suspected murderer or armed robber would boldly walk to court with the unthinkable prayer that the court should injunct law enforcement agencies from investigating him. I want to bring in Elton Broby. He was at that press conference, joins us live. Now, Elton, there's a fundamental question at the back of everything we've heard tonight. Is he staying or is he resigning? Well, that's actually the question I put to him. And he makes the point that his lamentation does not in any way suggest that the OSC is infallible and that every case brought by the OSC or against the OSC should end in a favorable outcome, no matter how improbable the evidence. However, according to him, it seems to him that a flagship public agency created by law to fight corruption should receive better regard and consideration by the court. So is he going to run? His response was that he's alone he sacrificed himself when the time he will move on now if you look at it and you decide that the evidence does not show up to the standard of proof required in criminal cases then you can dismiss it but don't prevent us from doing our work from investigating it is dangerous as i said I wasn't sounding as a prophet of doom, but there is doom looming ahead of us. That very soon, a murderer will boldly walk to court to seek an, injun an injunction. Should I feel frustrated and resign? I took an oath when I was sworn in. And in my life, when I take on the reins to do something, I do it to the best of my ability. I also sell to tree. Those who do not understand tree, please forgive me. 
Say I may uncle no man. The mekra abba for it. Me yet you meet to me. And so that's the OSP there. He speaks fluently. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if he's, he's on the can. That's a song that later I'm sure that we'll get to play for uh, Kisie Jabing shortly. But let me bring in Inusa Fuseni. They were one of the famous of this particular law, a creation of um, the OSP. And thankfully, he joins us on the line. We're grateful uh, for your time here on Newsnight. So listening to the visibly pained, unhappy, frustrated special prosecutor, some have raised the concern about the avenue the approach and then the platform that he used. Is that the correct platform you'd say? Well, the platform is an unconventional platform. But that is the what the Office of the Special Prosecutor is supposed to do. It's supposed to carry the people along in this attempt to fight corruption. And so and can use such platform. The law even envisages and anticipates that periodically he publishes uh, reports on what he's doing to fight corruption. And he's carried it further by adopting a platform that reviews in tandem all the work that he has done and the frustrations, lamentations, obstacles that he has faced in the performance of his duties. But really, um, listening to critics of um, the OSP, for them, if a number of cases have gone before the judges, they've raised issues about not acting on hearsay and doing proper investigations before coming back. The issue about appeal then comes up. If the OSP has not exhausted all these avenues, including petitioning the Chief Justice for us to know, how then do we come out to accuse the judges in such manner is the concern? Well, I, I am not saying that what the OSP has said is the gospel truth. There have been concerns about the work, the, the way he's gone about performing his responsibilities. But we should not lose sight of the fact that this country has not been inundated by corruption. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. At all institutional levels, whether it's the court system, whether it's the executive, whether it's the parliament, the country has been inundated by corruption. And we all know that any attempt to fight corruption, corruption will fight back. And you don't know the way that corruption is going to fight back. Now, he's just, he's just preparing us, uh, trying to get us to understand the difficulties he's going through. Now, to say that the special prosecutor cannot invoke, his jurisdiction cannot be invoked on here, she say evidence, is to miss the point. We, as parliament, as members of the Constitutional, Legal, and Parliamentary Affairs, have traveled to many jurisdictions. And that is why the special prosecutor is given wide powers. In fact, in some, in Malaysia, we're given cases, examples of cases that started on hearsay and led to prosecution. We're given examples of cases that happened after the corruption had been completed, but the sharing resulted in difficulty, with difficulty brought the matter up, and it resulted in prosecution. So, so clearly, in fighting corruption, you are fighting the canker. And in the way that the special prosecutor's jurisdiction can be invoked to lead to a fight against that canker, is envisaged under the law. Okay. Then going forward, um, briefly, is, is the issue then. What happens? Because we have fighting corruption on one hand, also the same special prosecutor going back to deal with the court and the judiciary from which he's raised concerns. What then happens? What should be the approach going forward? Especially when mm-hmm. he says that the suggestion is that the judges are ganging, ganging up, up against, against him. him. Yeah, the special prosecutor should have known, and if he doesn't know, he should know by now, that fighting corruption is not an easy tax. And it has never been easy in this country or any other country, in any other country. And so you have to prepare your mind, you have to prepare your briefs, you have to look at all the loopholes, you have to, I mean, be up to the tax to go to court. You can't adapt a lackadaisical attitude towards fighting corruption because the people will find a way to thwart your efforts. So it's not, it's not going to be easy. I mean, you should learn from Martin Abidu. Yeah, he was overzealous. He thought he could fight corruption. But corruption fought him. Corruption fought him and successfully got him to resign because they didn't tell him to resign. But he was so frustrated to the point that he resigned. He felt he could not do the work. He was not given the opportunity to do the work. And so, I mean, anybody who will occupy the office, including Kisar Jabin, must know that in taking on this huge responsibility, the corruption system 
will go at you. Okay. We are grateful uh, for your time. That's Inusa Fuseni. He was on the Constitutional and Legal Affairs Committee of Parliament that actually put together the law uh, that backs the OSP's office. I also, 73. Those who do not understand G, please forgive me. They say, I am an unquanoma. I am a crack. I am a crack. You know the song, right? I do. One of my favorites, actually. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then uh, the OSB just dedicated that song to you. I then. think we should dedicate it to him. To him, rather. Yeah. Okay. It looks like he likes that Dilumba as well. Ah, uh, one of my favorites again in terms of uh, and George, your face here. George, you love that Dilumba? Of course, and Kojenshi. Yeah. So you know, for me, I remember growing up this particular song. It's the <laughs> you know, that, that that's the one that I like. I just like the beat. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, but what, what do you make of this? Wanted to share your thoughts with us, please do so. Zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. George, what do you have in the headlines for business? Well, events coming up in business. Bank of Ghana announces an increase in the minimum paid-up capital for credit reference bureaus by more than a hundred percent to almost six million Ghana cities. We get you more details on that one and jobs advertising daily pick up strongly compared to the same period for last year the business news on Newsnight is brought to you by mtn business welcome to the new world of business imagine strutting into the most anticipated wedding of the year only to see seven other girls wearing your exact same outfit. Ah! You are special and one of a kind. And that's why whether it's voice, data or SMS, you get to enjoy personalized offers tailored to your specific needs with MTN Just For You. Dial star 141 hash or select your options on the My MTN app to redeem your unique Just For You package on Ghana's best mobile network. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community One, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764101 764209 or 762792 visit our website www.kingdomgh.com No matter your water needs 
Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank. And now, you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank Maximum Guarantee Call 0244-335-168 Kumasi 0505-555-666 Or visit SyntexGH.com Syntex Tank A year strong A year tough For over 10 years Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana Whether you're a trader or a student An entrepreneur or an employer Or nearing your retirement we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community and stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023 and draw date is on 23rd December, 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. You're welcome back to Business on News Night. Now, the Bank of Ghana has announced an increase in the minimum paid-up capital for credit reference bureaus by some significant margin. There is more in the following report. The Bank of Ghana, in a notice, said existing credit bureaus have up to January 2025 to meet this new capital requirement. However, the Bank of Ghana was quick to add that early recapitalization may be strongly encouraged. The central bank in the notice maintained that pending and new applications are, however, required to meet the requirement before it can secure the required license. They can't do this by investing in assets determined by the Bank of Ghana. The regulator added that the non-compliance of this new minimum paid-up requirement shall be dealt with in accordance with the Credit Reporting Act. On reasons for this action, the Bank of Ghana argued that this is to strengthen the credit reporting regime and ensure that they are well capitalized to invest 
to maintain strong information and systems to provide effective credit report services. These credit reference bureaus provide credit history on individuals and businesses that have gone a long way to aid in credit delivery and extension. That is a business dex report. Now, the rate the Bank of Ghana sells its dollars to businesses are now inching closer to commercial banks and market rate. The central bank usually have a very low rate compared to what the central banks sell to their clients. The development had often led some arguing that forex bureaus, banks and businesses should use the central bank's transactional rates. However, a careful look at the rates being offered or offered during yesterday's bulk or distribution auction showed the central bank rates are getting closer to the market rates. The bank are now selling a dollar at 12 Ghana cities, 5 Swiss. The Forex Bureau, on the other hand, are selling a dollar at 12 cities, 35 pesos. Two other stories and SNED contributions from uh, private businesses have reached record levels. The Bank of Ghana data showed that these payments ending September 2023 hit 345 million Ghana cities. There is more in this report. This is the first time over the last two years that contributions from the private firms to SNET have reached this level. Data from the Bank of Ghana showed that since the beginning of this year, there has been a strong pickup in terms of contributions from the private sector. At the beginning of this year, contributions was under 300 million Ghana cities. However, it's now doing above 340 million Ghana cities. In September 2022, contributions were pegged at around 260 million Ghana cities. It is not clear for now what has been the major reasons for this spike. But can it be attributed to some of the aggressive marketing measures implemented by SNETO contributions? Or maybe it's the step up in prosecutions in firms that are defaulting on payment. Others have also argued that it could be linked to the turnaround in the position of these businesses out there. This is because these firms should be paying these workers for them to set aside these funds as contributions to SNET. Some have also maintained that these companies should be in a good position now compared to some two years ago to meet their obligations to SNET when it comes to contributions. And that is a business tax report. In a later development, the total number of jobs advertising the dailies and the various social media platforms have picked up strongly. Data from the Bank of Ghana showed that it reached almost 300,000 ending October this year. It has gone up by almost 1,000 to this new position that was last month. But can this also be linked to things turning around for some businesses or just being impacted by development on the larger economy? And the Ghana Tourism Authority is challenging claims that government hasn't done enough to deal with the state of bad roads leading to tourist sites in the country. The chief executive of the authority, Akusi Ajiman, has been speaking to Joy Business. That some of them have been done. I mean, I remember when I came in, Yakakum Park was the number one complaint that operators were com- talking about. We met with the Ministry of Tourism uh, uh, Roads. Through our minister, then we had engagements. They said they were fixed. Kakumkaku has been fixed. There are so many other areas that the roads have been fixed. I mean, I remember people were complaining about uh, uh, Bonri and all those places. So um, it's been, it's, some of them have been fixed. But we don't live in an island. We live in a country where everybody's complaining about roads. And so it's it kept. So, 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 so what, what, what we have done. Um, in the engagement with our 
minister and the minister of roads is what we call the uh, tourism roads. Mm. So they've given us assurance that every year they will fix 50 kilometers mm. of tourism roads. Mm. And so this year, for example, we have prioritized the road to Boti, mm. Boti, uh, uh, Boti waterfalls. Mm. That's also a very bad road now. We're looking at um, um, uh, Japa, mm. well, the, the road from uh, Wa to Japa as another road. Uh, we have forgotten the number the roads, but I think there are some that we are prioritizing. So. Okay, Jiman is the chief executive of the Ghana Tourism Authority. Let's turn our attention to the stock market. If you are an investor in Go, you lost five passwords, and the value of the share that you are holding right now is one Ghana CD, 45 passwords. And that's all for business on Newsnight. Back to you, Evans and MFA. Thank you, George. the Lumba notes. Uh, <laughs> you still want that song. Later, I'll give it to you. Okay. Thank you very much, George. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Let's do some of your messages. Kofi Seidu in Konongo says, Mr. Kisiejabing, the special prosecutor's lamentation, has just reminded me of what the former special prosecutor, Martin Amidu, went through until his resignation. And uh, this one from um, Comrade Isa Tamimu in Boko says, the OSP's frustrations on prosecuting the bedroom cash has... Um, and then packing of the court stated yielding results in the in the packer really um, comrade i'm not getting your message but benjamin mensa flow in tema newtown says i'm disappointed in my teacher unions i'm a teacher myself and totally against ges decision for first year's reporting dates that's a story we're getting to shortly central says the special prosecutor should stop embarrassing himself with his frivolous allegations against the judges he's only hiding behind the microphone to cover his shame uh, this one from nana spintex road says the osp i think is suffering what we the common citizens suffer from our Ghanaian judges. We welcome him to the Ghanaian judicial system. And William Cecil says, um, the OSP uh, Peter Ankwanuma uh, lamentation brought tears down my face this evening. Some of your messages that um, you've sent in. Uh, we also have one, also Agbala and Fulefu in Yoruba literature mean effeminate and evil. Okay, so far um, the OSP's is disappointed still i'm not getting your message as well but many thanks for sending your messages in let's do sports now and Ms. Bao is here with the latest hello Ms. Bao. hello Ivan. so it's champions league action and uh, tonight we have a big game coming up here on your superstation it's arsenal taking on lance and uh, we'll bring you a live commentary of that but there's some games already underway galatasaray versus manchester united currently two goals to one for manchester united a game that they must win and uh, just uh, half time now at the moment is the time uh, we're coming here half time two goes to one for Manchester United leading there mm -hmm. but there's some other games also coming up tonight there's Real Madrid taking on Napoli another crucial game in the Champions League over there and just some bit of update from the game between Paris Saint-Germain and Newcastle yesterday the video assistant official was responsible for that decision that led to Paris Saint-Germain getting the penalty to equalize that game has been suspended by UEFA which uh, because they believe that decision was erroneous and shouldn't have stood in the first place. On the local scene, uh, there was some empty and FA Cup action today. Akura Folk played Nania FC. Nania FC belongs to the maestro Abedi Pele. Nania FC is in Division 1. I don't know if MFO you're a Hatter Folk fan. Nania FC is in Division 1. And uh, they defeated Akura Folk in the FA Cup today. 
4-3, it ended on penalties and fans of Ekrata Folk were unhappy about it and while the players were leaving the uh, the park after the game, this is how they, they, they reacted to the, the fans, uh, the, the players. So that's uh, some fans of Accra Folk. They're very disappointed with the team's performance today against Nani FC. And Accra Folk themselves, they are without a substantive coach. Is the assistant coach who is in charge of the team because they sacked their coach. Uh, the Dutch tactician Martinus Koopman and after two weeks they are yet to get a replacement for him and it's expected that following this poor performance uh, that the handlers of the team will look to intensify their efforts to get a new coach. His Excellency Dr. Mahmoud Baumia and the Sports Minister Mustafa Wissif were at the Boteman Sports Complex today to mark 100 days to the Africa Games that's expected to come off next year here in Accra and uh, well we understand that the facilities will be ready come next month ahead of those games. That's it for sports. MFA brought to you by Pepsi and Terbo and Chaco. Thank you very much, Ms. Bao. Let's talk education. And tonight, parents and teacher unions are opposing government's decision uh, for Form 1 students of the senior high school to report to school in less than a week after their placement was released. It's just two days ago that we announced that their placement had been released. And guess what? All the students, the first-year students, are going back to school on the 4th of December, and they need to get ready and um, parties have argued that this quick turnaround will impose considerable strain on both um, parents, the students themselves, and the teachers. We can hear from some parents. What's the point asking children or school children to come to school on the 4th and then vacate when because Christmas is on the 25th, meaning that they are just going to be in school for just like two weeks. Look at the cost involved. I don't think it makes sense. It doesn't. It's so frustrating for parents. And how many parents are prepared? Because then they would have to go and shop for their children. So if today is Wednesday, the placement was yesterday, today is Wednesday. So you have Thursday, Friday and Saturday maybe to shop and then prepare your child to go to school on Monday. It's unrealistic. Well, the teacher unions, including the Ghana National Association of Teachers, the National Association of Graduate Teachers, that's uh, NAGRAD, uh, the Coalition of Concerned Teachers, all of them really, uh, in the joint statement said the time frame will put undue burden on the staff. It also puts undue pressure on our workers, especially those who work in the kitchen, because they need some briefing space in life. In fact, we are just breaking officially by today, tomorrow. Then for them to come back to work again from Monday, it is a very big and an uphill task on the workers. So- we're yet to hear from the Ghana Education Service. Hopefully, parents would want um, that date to be changed. Maybe most of them are asking for after Christmas of next year, then they can go back to school. But let's let's do our clean air campaign. We should. Now, three members of parliament are hoping to push the government to move faster to clean up the air Ghanaians breathe with the private member's bill aimed at enshrining clean air as a fundamental human right. And Accra is Africa's fastest growing city and air pollution from transport, industry and agriculture is becoming the growing hazard to our health, food, supply and the climate. Now, the bill seeks to ignite a wider debate in the country that leads to groundbreaking change. Now, beat reporter Michael Ashale. There's more in the following report. I don't know whether we have some bar, a law backing the pollution or not. I don't know. Unless maybe uh, you have to educate me. Or, That's Abraham Ni Odai, an assemblyman for Inquantanine West, who is responsible for the local governance of a part of Medina. 
Madina is home to a bustling bus terminal and frequently experiences prolonged traffic congestion. It's also home to one of the biggest markets in Accra. How, how many cars do you, do you think we have here? It's more, it's more, it's, it's, I can't call, but we are getting more than almost about 500,000 cars here. Data from air quality sensors dotted across the capital shows Madina has some of the most polluted air in the country. That comes as no surprise to Abraham. This is because the municipal environmental health officers are not well resourced. Municipal assembly cannot do much. If a law, a law has been passed from the parliament, it will cushion this thing to be sanitize the place. But with the environmental officers in our municipality, they can't do much. The smoke is disturbing this area because it can give us cancer. It gives a lot of sickness. The market is teeming with thousands of people. Many of them eat from food vendors that cook with charcoal or wood. The resulting smoke blankets the entire area, causing health risk for everyone here. Indiscriminate burning, sometimes of rubbish. Look at this one. You see, you can see the carbon. You can see under the exhaust pipe. You can see that all those exhaust emissions are all polluting the air. NDC member of parliament for Madina and human rights lawyer, Francis Xavier Sosu, is one of a few legislators interested in the clean air space. He says the problem can no longer be left to the local assemblies to deal with. It's time for the national government to get serious about addressing the problems. The state level, our, our environmental protection vision has not been very clear. It is the state that must provide leadership. As a people, I don't think we have really, really, we, we have developed a clear-cut vision uh, of our environmental conservation and protection. And I haven't seen like the direct set targets and whether we are actually achieving those targets. Now let's talk about the Clean Ghana campaign is yielding positive behavioral changes as eight out of 10 persons within the Accra metropolis have changed the approach to sanitation in their communities. There's more in this report. The Accra Metropolitan Assembly has quickened its steps to introduce star rating systems to improve sanitary conditions. Just like hotels receive stars, the AMA has commenced the assessment of public toilet facilities with a star rating system. That was one of the episodes where the AMA was on inspection tour of some public toilet facilities. After four years of airing the Joy Clean Ghana campaign, the AMA has conducted a research into its impact on the audience. The survey was done in three sub-metros called clusters of the AMA. 250 respondents were selected from each of the three sub-metros for the study. Also, 30 respondents each from the 10 regions, making 300, were also interviewed, making a total of 1,050 respondents. The study found that 83% of the respondents have had a change in behavior after the exercises. 83% of the respondents said they had had a change in behavior after following the Joy Clean Ghana exercises. Going deeper into the findings, 50% of the respondents said they are very careful about food safety now. 24% said they've stopped buying food from outside. 18% also said they have started doing the right things with 8% of the respondents saying they have stopped selling in dirty environments. The report concludes that a Joy Clean Ghana campaign brought life into the environmental health awareness 
in Ghana. We are doing this, like I keep saying, as a continuous improvement measure. They will not be worried. It will rather put the operator and the cleaners on their toes, and it also gives some comfort to the user. So it's a win-win situation. This report serves as a background for the Joy Clean Ghana campaign to expand into other areas in the country. The next phase of the exercise will see us coming to a place closer to you. For Joy News, Samuel Kojobrace, Accra. Now, and just before we head out in what is evolving into a political spectacle, the upcoming parliamentary primaries in Okainkwe North present a challenging battle. Rimo Nakwa has more. The unfolding drama sees Nanama Dukua Isiyama AJ currently representing Ikuapim North in the eastern region, setting her sights on Okainkwe North in the greater Accra region, but not without facing formidable contenders within her own party. Her decision to change constituencies has added a unique twist to the impending primaries. The deputy minister, once a key figure in the Kropon, is now seeking the trust and mandate of a different constituency, marking a political odyssey that challenges traditional party dynamics and intensifies the competition within the NPP. However, Amadoukoué's journey is no walk in the park. She contends with five strong competitors within the party, each bringing unique credentials and party allegiance to the forefront. Notable among them are lawyer and two-time aspirant Ken Crunchy, former constituency treasurer and boarding station executive Prince Osu Mensa, and former deputy CEO for Maslog and prominent NPP communication team member Ifia Kutu. So what makes me unique is I, I have a big heart to love, I have a big heart to serve, and I'm not, I don't believe, say, um, getting into um, parliament is is an honor mm. no it's a place to serve if you really understand why you have been called that you have not been called to come in um say oh met my that is a fiakoto for you but looming as the most formidable opponent is a former member of parliament for the area fuseini isa who is bent on working his way back to the legislature here's why the constituents my and i agree that when they gave me the opportunity the first time around, I made immense contribution to their living within the constituency. I contributed towards the development of education, health issues, sanitation issues, youth development issues, job creation issues within the constituency. And they have looked at the good works that I started the last time and have resolved. The North NPP primaries transcend near political contest. They are a litmus test of conviction and loyalty within the party. Can Amadukua convince the party faithfuls in Okainkwe North that she is their best choice, despite the shift from her original constituency with legal concerns lingering in a diverse field of competitors? The stage is set for a historic battle that will undoubtedly shape the NPP's political landscape in the greater Accra region. And we have special resource uh, coverage for you this Saturday from 4 to 7 p.m. You don't want to miss that here on your election headquarters. Enjoy the rest of your evening. My name is Evans Mensah. I am MFA Power in the Strong and Sassy. You're up next. Please to stay.